welcome to Joy at Work with me, Dr. John. Hey there, this is John Kay and welcome to the Leadership Advantage podcast. And I'm continuing on joy at work and asking the question, are you surviving or succeeding? If you are someone what they want from life, most people will tell you that they want to be happy. If you push a little bit more, they'll tell you something that they want to do that is useful or meaningful. Maybe they want to make a difference, leave a legacy or fulfill a calling. That's what we call succeeding. That is, the activities we undertake every day provide us with personal happiness or satisfaction and have long-term benefits for yourself and or other people. You know, some people are happy because they do something that helps others long term, even short term. Others do so out of some form of obligation or guilt and do not derive happiness from it. Many people find each day something of a chore that is neither satisfying nor brings long term benefits. And an increasing number of people fill their days with fun activities that provide little benefit to anyone. When you're going for lunch next, look across the room to your fellow diners. It's highly likely that the next table are all staring at their phones. A passenger in the car next to you is playing a game. Kids sit glued to their tablets. We carry devices around with us that link us instantly to a world of entertainment and distraction. And then there's work, which in comparison can seem to be a lot less stimulating. Now, you got to do what you got to do. And the blessed relief of a beep means an interesting and exciting message has been pushed through to your device and a shot of dopamine spikes through your brain, bringing the promise of untold pleasure and fun. You open your inbox and see message after message demanding attention, but you want to ignore because they're not the fun type of message. In fact, they cause a jolt of cortisol to flush through your brain and a little norepinephrine that triggers your fight or flight travel centre in your brain to divert energy from your stomach to your arms and legs. Every day you are faced with choices about what to do, when. And it's tempting to take the short-term happiness generators. Or maybe you're the sort of person who buckles down and does the most unpleasant task, first saving the fun for later. It's going to help you know what you spend your time on now and evaluate it using the chart that you can find on the show notes. This chart has two dimensions and five different modes of behaviour that we use to characterise our relationship to any activity. 
You simply ask two questions about an activity that you undertake. Question one, does this activity make me happy? Or provide a degree of short-term satisfaction? Question two, are the results achieved from this activity worth my effort in giving a long-term positive impact on my life? There are no right answers to these questions and your rating score is entirely down to you. By all means, keep changing it until you work out what is really a 10 or a 3 and what is really a 1 or a 0. In an ideal, perfect world, we would find great short-term happiness in everything we do. And each reaps the long-term benefit. In reality... We all do things that run short of the perfect score for us, but the more we can get the balance and the higher, the better. For high performance, you do those things that bring the greatest long-term benefit in the shortest amount of time. For most fun, you do those things that bring the greatest happiness over the longest period of time. In the end, it's your choice, but the better the overall balance, the more likely you are to enjoy each and every day. You can then plot your regular activities on a chart, like the one in the show notes, and which activities are in the surviving sector, which are stimulating, those that are sacrificing, those that are succeeding, or are they sustaining activities? Let me guide you through the use of this little matrix that you can find on the show notes. Stimulating activities. These feed your short-term satisfaction, but they do little for long-term benefit. So watching an amusing YouTube video, most television programming, an alcoholic drink or three, smoking a cigarette or taking drugs may provide a quick high, but long-term could even be harmful. It's increasingly easy to fritter your life away on fun but meaningless activities and many of these activities are addictive in part because of the ease of stimulating dopamine spikes in your brain. Sacrificing activities. These are low in short-term satisfaction but high in long-term benefit. Doing work that you hate because you Well, you have to, to achieve a larger goal, for instance, or working out at the gym when you don't feel like it to improve your long-term health. A life spent solely on sacrificing activities would be the life of a martyr. Lots of achievement, but not much joy. Activities that we do in surviving areas score low, on both short-term satisfaction and on long-term benefit. These tend to be things we do because we believe that we have to do them. Or that lovely word, should. Even though we have little to show for our efforts, hmm, some people seem to fill their days with such martyr-like type activities, perhaps awaiting someone to recognise just how wonderful they are for doing so. A life spent solely on surviving activities is a hard one indeed. 
In the middle of them all, sustaining activities. These produce moderate amounts of short-term satisfaction and they lead to moderate long-term benefits. Typically for many, the daily answering of emails is a sustaining activity. It's occasionally interesting, rarely thrilling, and usually produces moderate long-term but hardly life-changing benefit. Many of our day-to-day -day routines of shopping, cooking and cleaning may be viewed as sustaining. A life spent solely on sustaining activities would be, well, okay, I guess. Of course, the activities we know that we want to spend our time doing are those in the succeeding area. Scoring high on short-term satisfaction and high on long-term benefit. These are the things that we love to do and get great benefit from doing. At work, people who spend a lot of time in the succeeding box love what they are doing and believe that it is producing long-term benefit at the same time. At home, a parent may be spending hours with a child, time that the parent greatly enjoys while valuing the long-term benefit that will come to the child. A life spent in succeeding is a life that is filled with both joy and accomplishment. So I'd like to empower you now. Consider your current job or whatever you're doing now and take a typical day or a week if you change what you do pretty well each day and record what you do for how long and what score out of 10 that you give that activity against the two questions. Does this activity make me happy or provide a degree of short-term satisfaction? Your 10-point scale goes from, for example, this makes me miserable to I love doing this. Question two, are the results achieved from this activity worth my effort in giving a long-term positive impact on my life? Your scale here goes from no benefit whatsoever for my effort to this matters so much and is really important to my future. Let me give you a couple of examples. You might spend three hours in meetings, an hour travelling to and from work, 90 minutes on emails, 30 minutes surfing the net, searching for information, half an hour in the coffee room, an hour for lunch, two hours prepping a presentation and 30 minutes for phone calls to clients. Remember, this is just an example. You can break it down further and, of course, you'll have many more distinct activities in your day. The benefit of doing this is that you quickly identify the activities that you enjoy doing the most and those that bring you the most benefit. Searching the internet, for example, can be very satisfactory in the short term, especially if you're searching for something in your area of interest. But half an hour can disappear with little to show in actual useful long-term benefits. Once you have your scores, review those activities with how much time you spend doing them in the typical week. And just tot up the number of hours that you spend in each of those five zones. Succeeding zone, stimulating zone, surviving, sacrificing and sustaining. And take some time and then answer this one last question. Do you like where you are now? Be greatly blessed. Hit reply. Ask me any questions you like about this. 
something that we've used in our Joy at Work program. And if you'd like to learn more about that, again, just hit reply and ask. Bye for now. Joy at Work is a copyright production of Dr. John Kenworthy as the leadership advantage. Thanks for listening.